0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino.
1: This is awesome. We got a heavy overseas presence in the uh, chat room today for the live show. People checking in from all over, England, all over the place. We love you. Got a few members of the uh, the McGroins here, too. One just donated $5 to the show. As I always say, we appreciate it, but unnecessary cracking McGroin threw five bucks in, so you don't have to do that, guys, but... Appreciate it. Either way, thank you very much. I had a crazy weekend this weekend. I don't usually do weekend updates on the podcast. I usually wait uh, for the radio show, but I'm going to do one today because it was really, uh, it was totally bananas this weekend. How I made it to the podcast on Monday in one piece is uh, is is really something to behold. Uh, today's show brought to you by Blackout Coffee, folks. Stop supporting woke companies. Align yourself with a coffee company that promotes conservative values. Blackout Coffee makes a great Mother's Day gift. Check out their Mother's Day bundles and more at blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Uh, big weekend update. Also, uh, a Tucker update. There's some rumors out there. He's about to go nuclear on Fox. I'll give you my input on that, removing myself from the situation. I've got personal friends on both sides of this, but I owe it to you to report on that. Also, uh, you need to stay with us this week. This is going to be a major, major news week. Debt ceiling, Title 42, uh, re-election talk, Biden's re-election just tanking, a lot to talk about. Today's show brought to you by American Financing. If you're struggling, and some of you are, and you own a home, I want you to consider taking out a consolidation loan. That means you're going to get rid of your high-interest credit card debt that's over 20%, 21%, even 22%. That's insanity. If you keep doing what you're doing, it's going to take years to pay that off. Look at the equity in your home. While the equity is still high, And go to American Financing. It's a great company. Use that equity to pay off your debt. So you're paying rates in the sixes instead of interest in the 20s. You're paying now. and With American Financing, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. And you may close in as fast as 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 10 days. It's going to save you money every month and give you a little bit of breathing room. Call American Financing today. Listen, it costs you nothing to get started. Just check it out. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net dot net, americanfinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumeraccess.org. All right, Joseph, let's go. Hey, it's Monday again. It, yeah! Yes. It amazingly comes every seven yeah, days. Shocker how that happens. So big weekend update. Joe and I were chatting about it. Cause Joe, I don't know if you know this, Joe was a musician, like yeah. an actual musician, or, you know, not one, uh, you know, when these guys actually made a living out of doing it. And I went to the Morgan Wallen concert this weekend. So everybody I saw there who came up and was super nice to me, I'm extremely flattered. I don't get out of my house much. It was just amazing. I have all these people around. I may have uh, had a couple too many beverages. I'm not a beer drinker or anything like that. But when you're drinking tall boy type things, um, and you drink uh, five of the 24 ounces, oh and you're usually like a tequila shot guy or wine. <laughs> How I made it on Monday, I'm not sure. All I know is if you run my locals account and you look at my face and I put a video up at the Morgan Wallen concert, you will see I was way past the point of uh inebriation. But it was fun. I had a blast. Thank you to the police officers there who uh showed me a lot of hospitality. Uh, I appreciate that. You guys are great. I met Kid Rock's family this weekend too. It was out of my favorite, one of my favorite Italian joints, uh Evo in Tequesta. Ran into Kid Rock's family. Couldn't have been nicer. Watch the show. But crazy story for you, man. Me and Paula, were going to chill this weekend after the concert, right? The Morgan Wallen concert. So we get a hotel room down in Palm Beach. (laughs) I don't know. So we're in this hotel, right? And we're thinking, oh, we're just going to relax. Maybe we'll go by the pool. And what happens? Walk in the lobby, Joe. And there's a conservative conference in the breakers. I get a text not two seconds after walking in from a donor of mine when I ran for office. Dan, everybody said you're at the, the breakers. Is this true? That was it. That was game on. We, were, Dude, I'm leaving the next day, and who do I run into? You're never going to believe it. I run into Nancy Mace. I don't believe it. We we had a nice conversation. <laughs> really? <laughs> she was very kind to me, even though it was rough on her on the show. Yeah. Let her know my Yeah, oh yeah, we had a great conversation. Let All her right. know my concerns. She said she'd take them to heart about the abortion issue. So we're gonna to continue to report the news, but I was impressed. She uh, she came right over, it was very nice, introduced herself, and uh it was an interesting weekend in more ways than one. We'll have to save that for an unfiltered show on uh on Friday afternoon. That's in the works. First, let's get to this. Uh, folks, Biden's obviously, you know, running for re-election. We know that. This is going to be a huge news week. Stay with us this week. We got Title 42. I will share my password with you, Jim. Yes, Jim is here, Producer Jim. He wants to share a password, which just popped up on my screen here. So did you get it? There you go. We got Title 42 expiring this week. So we were about to undergo an invasion. We got the debt ceiling and we got the Hunter Biden story about to blow up. This is all with Joe Biden at an approval rating, folks. We have not seen, I think, ever in modern times. He is now at 36% approval, meaning if you were to pick 100 people in a room, because liberals have a tough time with math, you would have a really hard time just randomly picking out a person that likes Joe Biden right now. This is catastrophic for Joe Biden. Black voter support is at an all-time low. Red State is a story. It's in my newsletter today. Dropped 30 points on black uh, Black voter approval. This is apocalyptic form. You know it's bad when even the left-wing media which has their lips surgically attached to this guy's ass. You can't win with 36% approval. You you can't. I just want you to be I'm not saying things can't change. Politics a year and a half is a, in 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 politics time is like 700 years. Things could change and we should not get out ahead of ourselves and take a victory lap like we mistakenly did many of us Me included before the last election thinking, listen, we're going to clean house. We can take back the Senate and we got our asses kicked. I ain't doing that again. However, having Joe Biden at 36 percent approval and the media reporting on it is crazy, crazy. And what's even crazier is this is going to get a lot worse here. Listen to this media report on this. Check this out.
2: President Biden is facing his lowest approval rating yet and trailing behind top Republican contenders in a potential 2024 matchup. A new ABC News Washington Post poll finding only 36% of Americans approve of the president. Not only his career low, but numerically the lowest on record for any first term president.
1: (laughs) The lowest on record. The lowest on record for any first term president. Folks, this is apocalyptic for this guy. Now, I'm not just reporting on that to poke fun at the guy. I'm reporting on that because this show is tactical. It's designed to give you some tools. This is about to get worse. This is about to get worse, but do not make the mistake we made last time in the midterms where we start thinking Biden and the Democrats suck so bad that people are just going to turn out. That's not what happened last time because it wasn't bad enough. However, it's about to get bad. And it's our job as Republicans not only to fix things, but to highlight what the problems are and the danger of the situation so people understand it is bad enough to vote now. Do you get what I'm saying? People didn't understand in the midterms how bad it was. The mainstream media ran a lot of interference. It is our job to get the message out first on Title Forty Two. First, Joe reminded me of this one time. I should never assume people just understand what all this stuff is. It's not a shot at anyone at all. Right? You all have important jobs. I, this isn't a job. Okay. I love what I do. I don't consider this work. You all work for a living. You built this place. You fly people around on planes. You defend it in the military. You don't have time to sit around all day reading about Title Forty Two. Some of you do. Some of you don't have that kind of time. That's my job for you. That's what I do. You don't owe us anything. I owe you everything. Title 42 is basically a public health measure that allows the United States to turn people around at our borders because of COVID. It has been a key measure to getting a lot of illegals to do a U-turn and turn around. When that disappears and they claim a credible fear standard for asylum, you understand they're going to let them in the country because there's no more remain in Mexico, right? Not as we had it under Trump. Remain in Mexico policy. So basically that expires this Thursday. I need you to understand that this week you are going to see an invasion of the United States by any reasonable analysis of what that term means. The numbers are staggering. I'll show you them in a minute from our border chief. I just want you to listen to this first. This is Kirsten Cinema. Kirsten Cinema. Dan, isn't she a Democrat senator from Arizona? Yes, she is. You didn't say that wrong. No, she's a Democrat. Is the Democrats are now starting to turn on Biden because they realize when the drone footage kicks in this Thursday of tens of thousands of people a day, a day, you hear what I'm telling you? A day filtering into our country, unimpeded by anyone and processed right in. They're starting to realize that now in this next election, people may realize that it is, in fact, bad enough. The Democrats are going to turn. Here's the first crack in the wall. Kirsten Sinema saying, hey, these clowns had two years to prepare for this. It's not as if they didn't know Title 42 was going to expire. And they did jack squat and jack left town. Check this out. The Biden administration had two years to
2: prepare for this and did not do so. And our state is going to bear the brunt and migrants will be in crisis as soon as next week. It will be a humanitarian crisis because we are not prepared.
1: David Ray brings up a good point in the chat. Technically, she is an independent. I get the point. She's, she's a Democrat, okay? I, I should say that, but let me say that, David, that's a good point. She's a non-Republican and a non conservative. Is that a better way to describe it? She, just because she's an independent does not mean she's with us. And I always caution people. If you're not with us, you're against us in politics. It's as simple as that. Kirsten Sinema is no friend of ours. Uh, I, 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 you know, you, People may like her for her independent streak or whatever, You know, fine. You like whoever you want. Uh, You don't need to like her. You're not dating her. Okay. Uh, we need to vote for people who are going to enact conservative policies, not non-conservatives. And she is a non-conservative. However, when she's speaking out, you know, they've got a serious problem. I want you to look at these numbers, folks. They are straight up apocalyptic. This is the U.S. Border Patrol chief, Chief Raul Ortiz. Now, he's talking about the impressive work the Border Patrol did and. Salute to the men and women over there busting their ass every day to try to do an impossible job. You have my respect, and you always will. But this is, folks, this is just apocalyptic. This is one week, folks. Two agents assaulted, 54,000 apprehensions, 18,000 gotaways, $714,000, seized. 101 pounds of cocaine, 1,000 pounds of weed, 2,700 pounds of meth, 138 pounds of fentanyl, 16 firearms, six sex offenders, seven gang members. That's a year? No, no, that's a week. That's, 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 that's a week. That's, eight, that's one week. Eight. Eight, eight. That's actually, if you go by getaways, that's 18,000, 18, 000, 18, <laughs> 18, approximate get 18,000 <laughs> gotaways, gotaways, 54,000 apprehensions. By the way, the gotaways, that's not even like a real number because if they got away, how do you know? It's probably closer to 30,000, yeah.
2: right?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are under an invasion Wait till Thursday when Title 42 expires and we don't have the ability to say you can't come in. Uh, health restrictions, you have to go back. Apocalyptic, absolutely apocalyptic numbers. Now, it's true, Martin, the county I live in has about 30,000 people. So think about it. You've got maybe 60,000, I don't even know. That is the, It's the whole county in a week. I mean, this is insane. These numbers are totally untenable. Now, Democrats are starting to turn. Cinema, a non-conservative. Here's a Democrat, a Democrat mayor in New York, because now they're starting to flail. Now they're really concerned because their people are speaking out. I'm going to show you a video from Chicago residents who happen to be black, which doesn't matter by us, but Democrats seem to love identity politics, like I'm going to demonstrate here with the Democrat mayor of New York, Eric Adams, who also happens to be black and throws the race card whenever he can. He's got a history of doing this. He was on a cable news network and he was arguing that Listen, they're sending all of these people coming in from Texas and Arizona and these border states to our states because we're black. And even the host on the liberal network is like, wait, they send people to Philadelphia too. the mayor. There's white. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to him. Although the fact that his point was just thoroughly annihilated, he still keeps going. I want you to watch this. Check this out. What I'm making clear of the fact, and not based on my opinion, he sent them to New York City, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Denver.
2: But also all of, Philadelphia, which has a white mayor,
1: all of the all of the I have not received any reports from Philadelphia. I believe that he sent them to black cities. I mean, mayors where black mayors are, and I don't know if it's if it's to undermine. Uh, these large cities that are run by black mayors because of his, his political agenda. I don't know if he's doing it before the race. I'm giving the facts of where he has sent them to Washington, D.C. Uh, these are uh, cities that have black mayors. And that is a fact. That is not my opinion. And that is not defining why he's doing it. I'm laying out
2: the facts. But but you acknowledge. I mean, I'm, we we did the research. He did send them to Philadelphia as well. Does that change your view? You, of, no, not at all.
1: Did, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it when Republicans are like oh, wait, he's such a, Eric Adams, man, he's a reasonable guy. This guy is a moron. He's just told by the host on a liberal net. What was that? CNN? He had him say it. CNN, whatever. It doesn't make a difference, right? It's not It's not Fox or Newsmax, right? He's on CNN. And the host is like, no, no, no. He sent them to a city with a white mayor too. who's a Democrat. Is that going to change your mind at all about he's sending them to all black cities or with all black mayors? I mean, No, it doesn't change my mind. Of course it doesn't change his mind. And nothing he's saying is based in reality. He's just making it up. This is how desperate they are to change the argument now. And by the way, if being a sanctuary city, like people like Eric Adams and other uh, big city liberal mayors, is such a net positive for your community, then simple question, what are you bitching about, man? What are you bitching about? What are you whining about? I don't understand. Why are you creating a stink? I thought being a sanctuary city was so worth it that you passed specific legislation to give carve-outs to people who entered the country illegally. So you want them, but now you don't want them when they actually show up? Sounds to me like you're a fraud. Glad we actually stand for something in the conservative movement. By the way, for as uh, weak as the GOP's been in a uh, in the past, they've been making some decent moves lately. Not game changers, I don't think, but They're making some decent moves. Even Playbook had a report this morning that they've got Biden by the the short ones right now. The House Republicans are expected to pass an immigration bill on Thursday, the day Title 42 ends, which would codify Trump's immigration policies, including remain in Mexico. What's Biden going to say now? What's he going to do as the flood comes in on uh, Thursday when Title 42 ends? The same day Republicans in the House. Pass a bill that would stop this by enacting and legislating Remain in Mexico and other things. What's Biden going to say? The Republicans aren't doing anything. Sir, they actually are. They just passed this bill today. What are you going to do? I'm going to veto it. So they are doing something. You just don't like what they're doing. Checkmate, baby. Good for you. I want to show you how bad this has gotten in liberal cities. Folks, I grew up in New York. Nobody knows New York better than I do. I was a cop there. You may know it as much, but I promise you, not better. I grew up there, met my wife there. I was a cop there. I worked there. I was an agent there. New York City, the people are pissed about this immigration crisis, folks. There are illegal immigrants everywhere in New York City, selling gum in the subway, all over the place, everywhere. They are draining the city of funds right now as they try to house all these people. But it's not just New York. Chicago residents are pissed, too. Here's a bunch of Chicago residents like, hey, man, listen, when do we get a shot? This is our taxpayer dollars going to fund people from other countries aren't even here legally. When do we get a shot at our own taxpayer dollars first? Here, take a listen.
2: Slap in the face that we as citizens of the United States of America do not have the resources and support, but you're going to bring people who are not citizens here in our community, in our buildings that we pay taxes for that you took away from us. Yeah. That is completely unacceptable.
1: Now, fellas, what have we been saying yeah. in the eight years we've been doing this podcast, Joe, about liberalism? That liberalism and cancel culture by nature are cannibalistic. Yes. You cannot. We've, we've, we have repeated this point ad nauseum to the point where you're going to need the syrup of Ipecac if you hear it again. This is what I'm talking about. The conservative movement, which limits the role of government in your life, limits the role of government to take things from you as well. Liberals don't do that. Liberals want an endless stream of government spending, which requires an endless stream of what? Government taking from you. Here's the catch. Eventually, government runs out of people to take stuff from and has to start taking stuff from the groups it pretends it's giving stuff to while they're taking from others. Does this make sense? Guy, you get what I'm saying here? Joe's heard this a thousand times. Eventually, you run out of people to take stuff from. So if you're gonna be in New York City where all the conservatives move to Florida, eventually to finance this crap, you're gonna to have to start taking from liberals. And the liberals are like, wait, scratchy heady. You're taking my tax dollars to pay for people in the country illegally? This is my city first. Somehow they still fall for the tax the rich thing. They fall for the Gilded Age nonsense too. Hopefully, I'll get to that later. They can't because they're suckers. But I'm telling you, it's about to get bad enough. I'm telling you, relax, you lady. I'm telling you. We were laughing about that. We had a little company uh, dinner last night. Jim's in town, and we were laughing about relax, lady. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, there's it's but it's going to get worse. This 36% approval that may be Biden's high point in the coming weeks. It's going to get worse. We just hit Title 42. I want to tell you just quickly about the debt ceiling, a Hunter update, and a Tucker Fox scenario, which again. Just continues to get weirder and weirder and weirder. I mean, they are, this is, uh, someone's going to have to explain this. I don't know how much longer this can continue. So I got an interesting update on that. Appreciate your patience. Uh, These sponsors want to talk to you. They're great companies. Helix, Helix. I slept eight and a half hours last night on my Helix mattress. I have the midnight lux because I'm a side sleeper. It's perfect for me. You're missing out if you're not sleeping on a Helix mattress. They offer 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix, H-E-L-I-X, provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial no matter what your sleeping position. Helix, they have the answer. Memory from, hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual with the hands cooling features to keep you from overheating. I sleep hot too. Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress is the best I've slept on. The setup was fast and easy. Don't just take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine have named Helix their number one mattress. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz at helixsleep.com, helixsleep.com slash Dan, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. This is their best offer yet. It won't last long. Helixsleep.com slash Dan with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Get yourself a good night's sleep. You're going to need it this week. So the debt ceiling crisis is going to come to a, uh, it's going to have to come to a close soon. Biden is in a, a, a piss poor negotiating position right now uh, because Joe Biden doesn't have a leg to stand on. The House just passed, led by Republicans, a debt ceiling hike. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a bankruptcy bill like anything else. The problem is the House really didn't have a choice. They really didn't. They didn't have a choice. They've got, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't apologize for anyone. You know, the, I'm just telling you the hard reality of the voting math. We don't have the Senate. So better to get something and put Biden in a box than get nothing and allow Biden to claim Republicans are doing nothing. It's just simple voting math. I wish it weren't, but we didn't do well enough in the last election. We just didn't. If we would have taken back the Senate, we could have pushed a much more aggressive bill. But voting reality is voting reality. It sucks. I get it. It I I totally get it. But we got to deal with the hard reality and realpolitik of the numbers we have right now. We got a bill. There were some concessions in it. Biden still don't want to negotiate. Now he's resorted to outright lying. He did this disastrous interview with Stephanie Rule. It was an abomination. Here he is just making stuff up, claiming he cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. Folks, that's just an absolute lie, garbage, totally made up, nonsense talking point. Here, take a listen. In the first two years of my administration, I cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. He did 1.7 more than anybody's ever done in history. <laughs> where's my, where's my mut- Did you miss that? <laughs> oh. yes! Yeah, spontaneous. I didn't see it. Here we go. We got it. We got it. Can we get some muttleys in the chat here, please? Yeah. Can we get some muttleys? That's a double. That's definitely a double mutley. Right. Oh, yeah. folks, this took me, I don't know, ten yeah. seconds. Statista. Public debt of the United States from 1990 to 2020. Here's the national debt in 2020. $26.9 trillion. 2021, $28.4 trillion. Now in 2022, $30.928 trillion. 26, 28, 30.9. Where Biden gets $1.7 trillion in, uh, in, def- in debt cuts, I mean, he... He's just entirely full of crap. He's making it up. Now, is he confusing it with the deficit? Uh, that's not what he said. He said the debt. Motley makes his return. We haven't had a Motley in. Get some Muts in there. We got some. There we go. There we I go. see a few Motleys in the chat. We got Groover, two, M. Gaffney, too. Nice. Strong. Love this audience. You all are the best. So he's just making that up. But the debt ceiling is going to get ugly for him because he's in a bad spot. I need you to understand, for however terrible the republican bill is we should have had massive cuts in there it was the best they could do they don't have a big enough majority and now biden's in a bad spot but moving on that's going to get ugly for him this week he's got you understand he's got nowhere to go what's he going to say the republicans aren't doing anything on immigration sir we just passed the bill this thursday to reinstitute remain in mexico the republicans aren't doing anything on the debt ceiling sir we actually just passed the debt ceiling hike last week the guy has nothing He's in a corner flailing. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. And this is all going down while the case against his son gets ugly. Jim Comer was on cable this weekend. The House, uh, he's uh, he's doing oversight in the House on the Hunter Biden case, a Republican, obviously. And Comer said to the DOJ, do not indict this guy until Wednesday, until after Wednesday. Now, why would a Republican be telling the DOJ, don't indict Hunter Biden yet? I'll give you a second on that one. Anyone in the chat room have any ideas? Because Jim Comer knows what I told you last week is true. Jim Comer is a Republican congressman. He's all over this Hunter case. The DOJ is actually eager to indict Hunter Biden right now before more information comes out. Why is that? Because there's nothing more the DOJ and President Biden want to do after a Hunter Biden indictment than to say, oh, we can't talk about this Hunter Biden case. It's an active investigation. There's an indictment. Jim Comer knows that. So Jim Comer's saying, don't you do anything until we launch this information we've got on Wednesday. It's Monday. We will obviously stay on top of this. We'll be reporting on it uh, either Wednesday or Thursday, depending on how late they put it out. But we'll see what happens. But I just want to caution the Republican Party. And I know a lot of you out there in the chat, listening on podcasts, listening on radio later. I know a lot of you agree with me. I don't know how to say this in a diplomatic way, so I'm not going to try. Stop jerking us around. I mean it. I like Jim Comer and others, and I'm not suggesting he's doing that. I want to be clear. But if you've got something, then you better make sure you put the heat on and the pressure. We're getting tired of all this crap about this is coming and that's coming and all this is. No, no, no. Let's get something done. Action. No more talk. Now, the Hunter case is getting ugly. There's no doubt about it. The question is, is it going to result in anything? It appears now that this former CIA chief, this will be in my newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter if you want to read these stories. It appears the ex-CIA chief, Mike Morrell, who's alleged to have organized that infamous letter uh, inferring that the uh, Hunter Biden laptop may have been Russian disinformation. The former CIA chief, it's now being reported that he told people he was going to clear this letter with the CIA first. Folks, whether he did or didn't. That he even implied this should say to you that our intelligence agencies at the top have been entirely corrupted. The target right now is not foreign governments, ladies and gentlemen. The target right now is you. That swamp is real and it is powerful. And showing you how arrogant and cocky this guy really is, Biden has no intention whatsoever of backing down on this absurd and obscene name to uh, obscene. uh, The logic this guy applies towards defending his son is so calculated and disingenuous. It's hard to sum up. I get it. I'm a father. I understand the love a father has for a child. But folks, I have people in my family who've had significant and serious problems. I promise you right now, if they got caught in a crime doing serious stuff, I'm not going to be on the show absolving them of the crime. They got to face the consequences for that. This guy has no ability to see how much damage his son is doing. Here he is on some of the same, on uh, the same Stephanie Rule interview. And this is, make no mistake, a signal to the Department of Justice. You better not mess with my son saying, oh, I support my son. I'm so proud of him. Here, check this out. My son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. You don't think that's a signal to the DOJ? Come on, man. Come on. I mean, seriously, to the libs who watch my show and send us death threats and stuff like that. You really believe that isn't a signal to Merrick Garland? Better go easy on my son. Now watch what happens if he gets indicted. All this conversation is going to change. He's still going to, oh, I love my son. He's so great. He's so wonderful. But watch, the conversation is going to change. I can't talk about the details. There's an indictment involved here. That's exactly what's going on here. That's why they want this guy indicted. Don't think about this the opposite way. Oh, I don't want my son. And no, he does want his son in that. He knows nothing's going to happen. The whole judicial system has been uh, taken hostage by these liberals. All right. want to get to my next sponsor and I have an update came out this weekend, big Axios exclusive on, uh, on the Tucker Fox situation. Um, apparently, um, some people claim to be in his inner circle or speaking out. So we'll see what happens with that. But listen, this scenario is moving rapidly towards, uh, you know, assured destruction. I didn't say mutually assured destruction because it's right at this point, it's been one way. Um, Box is going to have to explain this or get the guy back on the air. I don't see any way out for them. Uh, I don't I see no way out for them at this point. The ratings apocalypse has been just so destructive. I can't see how it's a functioning business at the levels it was. I mean, it's a publicly traded company. Shareholders are going to get really annoyed really fast. More on that in a second. Yeah, we always appreciate your patience. My Patriot Supply, folks, there's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot of dangers in the world today. You've seen the news headlines. And here's the thing. You don't want to wait for an emergency to hit before you go out and secure your food supply because there's not going to be anything left. You're going to be waiting on a line for food. And you imagine what your kids are saying, dad, we haven't eaten in three days. What is it the old line? We're only four missed meals away from total chaos. Supply uh, Secure your supply of long term emergency food today while you still can. I recommend My Patriot Supply as your supplier. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. They're offering a special deal right now when you buy their three month emergency food kit, lasts up to 25 years in storage. With each kit you order, you receive a bonus package of crucial survival gear worth over $200 for free. The three month emergency food kit guarantees your family will have peace of mind during a disaster. Please don't wait on this. And the survival gear will help you be uh, be even more prepared. The kits include breakfast, lunches, dinners, over 2,000 calories a day. Calories are survival in an emergency. Best of all, the food's really good. Your family will love it. To get your emergency food and your free survival gear worth over $200, go today. Don't wait. MyPatriotSupply.com. Do this today. MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't wait. Thanks, MyPatriotSupply. So this came out. Over the weekend, and I have some thoughts on this. Again, I'm trying to remove myself from the story, but having, you know, some relationships there uh, and, with, you know, without giving up private conversation, it'll be unfair. But I do have some decent insight into what's going on here. And there's a scoop by Axios this weekend. I mean, literally titled Scoop. Uh, Tucker Carlson, ready to torch Fox News. Read this article. I mean, it's in my newsletter. At, wow, you know, you guys are nice. Right. <laughs> You guys, are you guys are the best audience, man. I love you guys. Sorry, just give me some water. Mm. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Here's what they're suggesting. You. What's that? That was Kraken McGroin, man. McGroin's really generous. Axios has learned Tucker Carlson is busy plotting a media empire of his own, but he needs Fox to let him out of his contract, which we're now learning expires in January of 2025 after the presidential election. Now, hold this up there for a minute. Put leave that up on the screen. Here's the deal. As a commentator myself, who's an activist first, and again, I I know Tucker, we're not, you know, coffee buddies, we don't have coffee together, but the guy is a believer. He is an activist first. The money part is always nice, but I assure you it's secondary. The guy will be fine with money either way. I bring that up because if Fox keeps him off the air until after the presidential election, one, he's going to be devastated because he's an activist first, and second, Probably the most powerful voice in right-wing media right now, Tucker Carlson, will be sidelined during a debate for the future of the country where we need him. This is insane. Axios' scoop is, we're told Carlson has been contacted by outlets, including the right-wing Rumble and Newsmax. I love how they call Rumble right-wing. Is this not hilarious? By the way, as you know, I'm an equity holder in Rumble disclosure. But what makes us right-wing, I don't understand. I mean, we're proud to have right wing uh, talking heads on Rumble, but we're not right wing. It's a free speech platform. I don't mean that as an insult. I mean it because it's a fact. It's just a free speech. I love when they say this. Places like Axios, who are, by the way, actually left wing. Got Glenn Greenwald, Russell Brand. We've got a bunch of people who are not right wing because we actually believe in free speech. And they note that Rumble and Newsmax offered to pay him more than his Fox contract. Behind the scenes, Axios has learned that Tucker and Elon had a conversation about working together but didn't discuss specifics. It says, people who know Tucker suggest he's contemplating building a direct-to-consumer media outlet where his millions of fans could pay to watch him. Basically what Bill O'Reilly did. Listen, I got a lot of thoughts on this. There are a couple different ideas on how to go forward with conservative content. And if you ever want to be a talking head in this space, or even if you're a consumer of it, I'm sure this story interests you. There's two specific models. I I call them the 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 Howard Stern kind of SVOD model, right? As subscription video or subscription on demand stuff. And then you've got the free market ad supported model. Radio this, this is free. Rumble is free. There's no paywall here. You can go to Rumble. Now, you may have additional content like the Daily Wire. I have my Locals account which I provide additional content. You're always free to subscribe there if you wish. But this show is free if you put it behind a paywall like axios is suggesting and i have no you know knowledge of this and if i you know if i had a conversation with him about that i would leave it out of this i'm not going to share anybody's personal information i want to be clear the problem with subscription on demand is listen it's very sensitive to the economy folks there's nothing cheaper than free if you're asking people to pay for something and the economy goes south one of the first things they dump is luxury items ask cable news companies about that right the nice part about subscription on demand in other words, say, you know, Patreon type stuff, locals and that type stuff is it's it's boycott proof. The people who are there are subbing and subscribing and paying because they want to be there. There's not going to be any boycotts, any dopey boycotts. However, the ad supported model. My humble opinion, uh, it's the best way to go, folks. There are. a t- Yes, you're always going to be subjected to dopey liberal boycotts. I'm, and I'm t- this is not a virtue signal. Please listen to me, man. Oh, look at me. It's so great. It's none of that crap. I don't do that. I'm not interested. Free ad supported. Talk radio, rumble, places like this, right? Folks, once in a while, there's going to be some silly company that buys into the, you know, cat lady nonsense. There is a thousand companies willing to take their place. I can prove it to you right now. Folks, we run for. Sometimes five spots a show, like a short one, a pre-roll sometimes. You can do the math yourself and listen. Folks, we've been sold out for basically three years. I, I, you just go back and listen. Yeah, don't take my word for it. Again, the th- difference between the cat lady and us is I can provide for you receipts. She can only provide to you bullshit stuff. That's all she can do. Go back and listen. There are enough conservative companies out there and companies who realize how stupid this cancel culture stuff is. That ad-supported, you can keep it free for everyone, but you can't have it both ways. Somebody's somebody's. I wish it were easy, folks, but somebody's got to pay for this stuff. Those are I, I mentioned the Howard Stern. I, I, some of you are asking why I threw that in there. I'm sure because the thing is, if you're going to go subscription, where a lot of people fail in SVOD subscription video and subscription audio, is they overestimate their appeal to an audience. I'm not saying Tucker's doing that at all. He could probably make it succeed. Like oh, people pay for my stuff, and then they don't, and then you're really screwed. You got to be a guy like Stern, who I'm no fan of anymore. He's a big lefty, or like a Limbaugh or a Tucker, someone who can demand that kind of stuff. That's the only reason I say that, folks. I saw this video this weekend. I'm gonna get to my my last sponsor. I'm gonna roll with this. We got a big loaded rest of the show. I I wanna I wanna talk about this for a second. The Democrat primary, RFK, uh. Folks, please don't fall for this, okay? I, I want to have him on the show. I will, I will I respect the guy for getting in the race. I want to hear him talk. We look to get him on the show. I'd love to have him. I will give him his fair say. But I want to say to you, as a conservative first, I'm seeing a lot of people getting suckered into this. Just like shockingly, a lot of libertarians got suckered into the Bernie Sanders thing. Well, you know, he's a principal guy at least. He's not a principal guy. He's a millionaire railing against capitalism. Okay. The problem I have with RFK is RFK was, there's not a a single conservative principle he's going to advocate for. Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't hear him out on certain things. His skepticism about certain uh, healthcare products probably opened a few eyeballs. Also, this weekend he gave an interview, or this past week, Precision Matters, right? He gave an interview on Ukraine, which, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what I've been telling you for years. So, again, I want to have him on the show, and I will absolutely hear him out. But I want to just say to you that I, unlike a Democrat, I can find common ground with people. What he's saying in this clip I'm about to play on Ukraine is absolutely what I've been telling you for years. Ukraine was a piggy bank for swampies. That's why they're all in love with Ukraine now. Doesn't mean you got to believe Vladimir Putin's a good guy. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. Matter of fact, RFK says that. But you should damn well be skeptical about why all these people all of a sudden find a border fight in Ukraine more interesting than a border fight here. I'm going to play that audio in a second. Let me get my uh, last sponsor. Inferred. Again, appreciate your patience. Omaha Steaks. I was an Omaha Steaks customer way before they were a sponsor because the food is fantastic. They have the juiciest homestyle burgers you've ever tasted. The grill lines on them, toasted bun. Hmm. Jim says, wish to see her on burgers, Jim. Jim swears by it. I like mustard, maybe a little ketchup, but Jim says whoosh this year. Put them on these Omaha Pure Ground Burgers. They're made from single cuts of real aged Omaha steaks. They are like steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, even brisket burgers. Now's the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. To get an extra $20 off orders of $129 or more plus, you'll get free shipping. Order today so you can try each pure ground burger and sample all the steak on a bun. Greatness. These burgers are delicious. They're crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout to get an extra $20 off orders of $129 or more and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order. May be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. We appreciate it. He wants to steal some more by Jimsy. He's going to show Jim how it's done. (laughs) In case Jim decides to come by full-time so he can steal every day, too. Two thieves working in my office. You believe this? I incorporate them in. What do they do? They fleece my Omaha Steaks burgers. Here, I want you to watch this. Tucker made the swamp really uncomfortable when he started talking about Ukraine and how we should at least be skeptical of what we're doing over there and look at it with a skeptical eye. doesn't mean you shouldn't support... The cause, you're free to do that. It simply means that this old swamp unanimity, we should pour billions of dollars into Ukraine while our country's falling apart here. A lot of people start to ask questions. Conveniently, Tucker gets the boot. Here's RFK talking about how pro-Russia and pro-European factions in Ukraine have been fighting forever. I write about this in my book, Follow the Money. There's a chapter called Insane in Ukraine. Read it. Soros was involved in this, all of them. I got all the receipts in that chapter, right? Ukraine was a piggy bank for swampies. Pro-European sides were paying lobbyists to lobby the American government for support. Pro-Russia sides were lobbying all over the world to get Russian support in Ukraine. All of these swampies, ladies and gentlemen, were cashing in big time. RFK is not wrong about this, RFK Jr. Check this out.
0: This is a war that is proceeding in a very cataclysmic trajectory. The answer to your question about how we got in this war uh, goes back a long way, but I would say that the real story starts in 2014 when the U.S. government and particularly the neocons in the White House and elsewhere uh, participated and supported the overthrow violent overthrow a coup d'etat against the democratically elected government of the Ukraine and put in a very, very anti-Russian government. This prompted the Russians, who then believed that the U.S. Navy was now going to be invited into the Black Sea to have a port at Crimea, it prompted the Russians to preemptively invade Crimea. At the same time, the, uh, the government that went came into the Ukraine began enacting a series of laws that turned the Russian populations of the Donbas region into second-class citizens. They they um, they illegalized essentially their culture, their language, and they began ultimately killing them. They killed fourteen thousand of them, and it was it prompted a civil war in the country. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Oh, hold on. hold on. I don't do I, Folks, listen, man. I don't give a damn if you buy this thing or borrow it from a friend or go to the library. I don't care. Believe me, I'm not in this for the money anymore. I promise you. This book, Follow the Money, there is a chapter, and here's what it looks like Insane in Ukraine is the chapter. I go over all of this. He is not wrong. I disagree with this guy on healthcare on taxes, on education, on a lot of stuff. But he is not wrong. What he's saying there is accurate. The reason everybody's all in on Ukraine is they all want to keep the piggy bank going. This has been a piggy bank for years. Soros people using NGOs who corrupted FBI people who later want to work for Soros' people in Ukraine while they attack Soros' business partners. While, while rep- both, by the way, while both Republicans and Democrats, don't give the GOP a pass, people who were Republicans and Democrats went over there as lobbyists, lobbying for the Russian side, the European side. It was a piggyback. The story's not complicated. RFK is der- damn right. This was the Hatfields versus the McCoys. But here's the difference, Joe. The Hatfields had billions of dollars to lobby people and so did the McCoys. Yeah. And they paid off government people to pitch both sides. And nobody wants the piggy bank to dry up. And who's at the center of this whole thing? One Joseph Robinette Biden, whose son was making bank in Ukraine too. Now you see why they're trying to make this thing go away? He is not wrong. Listen to that whole thing, by the way. It goes on for like five minutes. But that's the crux of it. All right. Uh, Geed. I should have told you. Do you have that uh thing you put together? My campaign sign, me supporting reparations. Do you have that by any chance? He put together. I, I've said for a while. I've said for a while now that I I'm not joking either. I absolutely support uh, reparations in the state of California. Dan, you're a conservative heresy. How dare you say that? No, no, no. I think this is a great idea. Remember what I told you. I'm a tactical guy first. I'm an activist at heart, folks. I'm not a blowhard. I want to see things change. You got it? So here it is. He was kind enough to put this together. We have a little campaign sign. <laughs> I asked him a while ago. I knew this would come in handy. Dan Bongino supports reparations. I'm all in. This is not a joke. I have one stipulation, however. So you'll see in this Daily Mail report that a California panel approved reparations Of up to 1.2 million each for black residents. However, that's not enough. This reverend in the area, Joe, he was pissed. He wants 200 million per person here. You've probably seen this guy. Check this guy out.
0: The equivocal number from the 1860s for 40 acres today is $200 million for each and every African American. You're not supposed to be afraid. You're not supposed to be afraid. You're just supposed to tell the truth. You're not supposed to be the gatekeepers. You're supposed to say what the people
1: want. Yes. Yes. I love what's his name? Yes. Whoever you are, Reverend, I am in your corner. 200 million for every black resident of California. Here's why. Uh, stipulation first to get my support and the stipulations on my campaign sign. It's got to be payable immediately. It's got to be cash. There's no credit, no IOUs, no nothing payable immediately. Now it's not going to be a, uh, it's not going to be one of these things where payable over time. You get this man. No, no. The 200 million, every black resident should get it this year, Joe, this year. And it should be billed immediately because California can't print its own money. To every single liberal voter who votes for it. No conservative should have to pay for this. Liberals, you should be able to go in and show the I voted sticker. And you should be billed immediately for the $200 million each. With those stipulations, I absolutely support this thing. Why? Because of how I opened up the show with Joe Biden's 36% appro- percent approval rating, Ladies and gentlemen, it's just not bad enough yet. The country sadly is not going to change, right? Producer Jim, you were in New York with me. You remembered it. Eventually it got bad enough. People were getting murdered three and four a day, and New York City voted for Rudy Giuliani. It's not bad enough. You want to make things bad enough really quick? I want a bill to show up in the House of every liberal in California who voted for this and voted for these Democrats for I don't even know what it's going to cost them five, six million each. Payable immediately. Sell your homes. Sell your cars. Finance your future. Piece of cake. Right now. Piece of cake, baby. You wanted it. You voted for this. That reverend's right. 200 million each. Look at this. Relaxium lady. Here she is. I'm telling you. She's on. (laughs) She's on right now. She's she's just on. Drug free. Not addictive. No sad. (laughs) She's just. I'm telling you. This is the greatest idea ever. You want it to get bad enough? It'll get bad enough. Pass reparations. Payable right away. Right away, no installment plan. Every liberal who votes for this should pay it right away. Do you get less money? I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, you start getting to some really uncomfortable questions, right? Like, does this include, uh, you know, people who are, say, from the the Caribbean? Does this include people? I mean, how are you going to prove that? The questions get real. But again, it's not our questions. We didn't vote for this. You know, they voted for this. I mean, I I asked the common sense question a couple weeks ago, too. You know, what about Asian-Americans? who were illegally interned during World War II. I mean, do they get reparations too? What about American Indians? Do they get reparations? I mean, what about uh, people who were uh, potentially indentured servants and subjected to slavery-like conditions as well? I mean, do they get the, uh, the The questions are innumerable. But again, nobody's thought this through because they're liberals. They never think things through. Here's what, I wanted to play this before, uh, before we go through. It's a couple more things here. Uh, what is this one? Oh, oh this is the... Uh... <laughs> So again, in New York, there was this incident. This guy Jordan Neely dies. He's on a train, threatening people. Confronted by a marine, uh, situation gets bad. They fall on the ground. Marine subdues him uh, with a uh, with what appears to be a, a strangle on uh, you know in the jujitsu a carotid restraint. The guy unfortunately dies during the the thing. It had nothing to do with cops. The guy was a civilian. It's a New York City subway incident you heard all about. I want you to watch in this dystopian, disconnected from reality that we live in right now, how these useful idiots in the Democrat Party work. This situation involving Jordan Neely, the guy who died in the subway, right? There was no cop involved. As a matter of fact, the police are now investigating the guy who did it, even though I think the guy was, I think it was a legitimate self-defense scenario, right? So the police are investigating. It, it had nothing to do with this. Here's and This is the idiocracy right here. Here's a crazed, deranged protester screaming in the face of a cop about how he's taking back li- black lives, despite the fact that there was, by the way, a black man was involved in this and helping restrain Jordan Neely as well, that there was no cop involved, and the cops are investigating it right now. Here, check this out. You're all going yeah, yeah, right. to take black lives. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're all
2: going to black lives. You're all going to take black yeah, lives. Yeah, you yeah, 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 black yeah, lives. Yeah, your officers took Your officers took Your officers took Your officers took
1: Remember, folks, this is the idiocracy at work. Uh that woman in there. Is, I don't even know. Is it, allowed to, they don't even know what a woman is. is that a, I don't even know. Is it a they, a Zhao Xi, though. I don't even know what the pronouns are. Yeah, who even knows? It's just fascinating how she's up in the cop's face screaming something. It has nothing to do with the situation at all, despite the fact it's being investigated. This is what Yuri Bezmanov, the KGB defector, warned us about, about uh, uh, filthy slob liberals. Filthy slobs. You hear me? Sly. Use my words deliberately. Filthy slob liberals destroying this country like a metastasizing cancer. They are so stupid until you drag them to the concentration camps themselves, as you said, and show them the horror in front of them and kick them in the bottom and lock the door. They will never realize that they are the cause of the rotting of this country from the inside out. The idiocracy in full effect is the cop black and the woman looks white. Right. It, it, am I crazy? It's, I don't even know. I mean, this is just how it doesn't even matter. This is how crazy it is. It doesn't even matter. It's it's so beyond the realm of, like, sanity now. We're totally gone. Speaking of useful idiots, here's another one. Don't let them change the narrative on the school closings, okay? The parents out there are pissed, and they're really afraid, the liberals, that is, are afraid, that parents are going to show up in 2024 like they did in the Virginia governor's election and blame the Democrats for what they did, which was shut down schools. The Democrats are financed by the teachers' unions led by this idiot, Randy Weingarten who is out there now trying to rewrite history, suggesting she was for opening up schools. She was not. What she did is she put a bunch of untenable conditions in front of people so schools would never open. And the video evidence is everywhere. Here's just a a minute of it. Hat tip Tom Elliott over at Grabian. Randy Weingarten making it impossible to open up schools. Check this out. Members of that 25,000 strong union voted in the majority to stay at home for at least another two days to defy Chicago public schools orders to return to the classroom. Does the AFT stand 100 percent behind the Chicago
2: union? So, of course, we stand 100 percent behind the Chicago union.
0: Is this semester, is this school year probably not going to have full school openings?
2: Well, so let me. I'm glad you asked that question, um, uh, Chuck. Because what does full school opening mean? If you have, if you do six feet of physical distancing, you're essentially saying in a school you're going to have you're going to have about fifty percent or sixty percent of people in there at any one time, not a hundred percent. If we get the testing, the vaccine prioritization, and these mitigation strategies. 85% of them are comfortable being in school. So essentially mm-hmm. we gotta put our money where our mouth is, which is if it's really important to do, we got a roadmap. Let's make it happen. But that's a that's a lot of ifs. Everyone is asking when and how are we getting our students, our children, back into those classrooms full-time? So full-time is gonna depend upon um what's going on with physical distancing and um, and what's going on with the variants. Folks,
1: I mean, I don't know how much, again, uh, at video evidence you need to prove the idiocracy is the idiocracy, but these people just lie to you all the time. Just like Biden suggesting his son is some beacon of goodwill, just like Biden suggesting he cut the debt by 1.7 trillion, uh, just like Biden suggesting, you know, they have a plan for the border, even though Kirsten Sinema is saying they have no plan at all just like uh, Randy Weingart. Oh, we were all for opening schools, except we were for closing school. They're full of crap all the time. Told you I'd get to that gilded age story. May sound a little weird, but I'll try to get to that tomorrow. It's an important one because the Democrats are trotting this out again to engage in economic warfare. Folks, this is going to be a loaded week. Please stay with us this week. We got Title 42. We got Hunter Biden. We got the Tucker story continuing. There's so much going on. Big news week. Join us every here and every day here at rumble.com slash Bongino for the live chat. Spread the word to you friends. I was in the mall this weekend. I showed a couple people how to get on Rumble. Super easy. We would deeply appreciate this support. The numbers are building every week, 40,000, 50,000 people. Thank you so much. Rumble.com slash Bongino, 11 a.m. every day, Eastern Time. Here, join us. We love having you. I'll see you on the radio show a little bit later. Thanks for tuning in. See you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.